just as a disclaimer to anyone who's listening, we are not beer experts. We are beer fans. So if you're looking for experts, this ain't for you probably. Not yet anyway. We'll figure it out though. What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Yeasty Boys Podcast. I'm Jason Tate. I'm Aaron Miller. It's been a while. It's been a while. We, you should have heard our it's previous introduction. <laughs> Do you remember that stained song? I was about to ask, is that stained? Yeah. Um, I that was my my jam. Back that was in the before. Day. That was everyone's jam. I had it on my iPod. My uh, the shuffle that didn't have a screen and it would look like a USB. Oh man! Drive and had it came on a lanyard. Yeah, was that were, your first iPod? Were so cool. Yeah, it was my first iPod. That was kind of late in the game for iPods. I was poor as shit, Aaron. <laughs> I feel really bad now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I do like that song. That was before Aaron Lewis became like a country star. Hold on. Yeah. That's you Aaron that? Lewis? Yeah. Wait, I, you knew Aaron Lewis and Stain separately from each other and thought they'd I grew did. up in Texas. <laughs> I'm familiar with the country Aaron Lewis. I'm also familiar with Stained. Yeah, uh, Aaron Lewis is the lead singer of Stain, or was, I guess. Hmm. Is, well, that's kind of like Slipknot. Well, not to the same degree, but Slipknot Corey. and um, Corey. Crap. Who's the one that looking at you through yeah, the Yeah, Corey. Corey. Corey something. Corey something or other. Corey something or other. Anyways, he has like a a chiller rock band, and then he has like one that I yeah. think they worship Satan. what his band's called. Well, here we are. How did we get it? From where we started uh, 29 seconds ago to this place where we live now. No, a minute and 30 seconds. Oh, gosh, Lord. <laughs> That's even longer that you've had to listen to us talk about stains. Uh, uh, no one should have to do that. No nope. one should have to endure that. Um, the, before it gets away from us, the Easty Boys is a podcast where we drink beer. Uh, we talk a little bit about beer, but namely, we answer your questions. That's right. Uh, we're going to do... A little bit of that here in a minute, but um, tell me about your trip. So we yeah. have been gone for a while, as we kind of for... mentioned. It's it's been a while. So been let's a while. hold on. No, let's not go there again. We haven't done this in a month. I think it's about a month. Long? Has it been that long? We, which you know, considering we haven't taken any breaks, we've been doing this week in week out for how many weeks now? Uh, it's been over something. a year. It's been over a year. We have had m- many breaks, like Christmas break. We have had like one week where we're like, we're slammed. Sorry, guys. We'll be yeah. in a, one next week. Life happens. But we, I don't think we've had a full on break yeah. yet. So, um, and uh, we don't, we don't really say this often, but just want to take a second to say thanks to everybody who listens and uh, who shares the podcast and uh, sends questions in and you know, rates us on iTunes and all that, that really helps. So just, uh, thanks for that. Um, yeah, we so appreciate it. we're back. We were gone because I had to go and get myself married. Got himself married. Like an idiot. We did talk to him after he got married. That's true. I was, we did one episode post wedding, but and then he left straight on the honeymoon the next day. That's commitment folks. That is commitment. 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 So, and he uh, was gone for like a month. I don't know how he gets this vacation time. <laughs> it felt like no time at all <laughs> and simultaneously like uh, an eternity. 
Um, so yeah, I've been on honeymoon, and that's why we've been. Uh, that's why we've been out, but we're back in full we force. We are back. We had a good trip. Went to Paris. Um, I feel like I heard a lot of, you know, stereotypes about Parisians being, you know, a little bit rough around. Is the that edge. the name for people in Paris? Parisians, yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I didn't have that experience. I had only pleasant interactions with people in Paris, despite my, you know. Two semesters of uh, college French, which did not really prepare me very much. Um, yeah. Yeah. How did we, that go, actually? Because I know you have claimed to speak a little bit of French. Honestly, it wasn't too bad. I mean, I I had <laughs> used to teach English to a, a group of people, Lexington, where where we're based. Many don't know this, but is like the fourth. Uh, we have the fourth highest number of Congolese expats yeah and then in the other city in the nation i've many learned that just speaking. through like living here i'm yeah. like wow we yeah, have yeah yeah a lot of uh, uh folks from the congo uh, many of whom speak english and i've gotten to socialize with uh, a lot of uh, good friends from the congo who speak french and i've been able to practice with them but anyways i wasn't great most of the time my interactions began with hello sorry I'm American and my French is bad. <laughs> and then I would proceed to, you know. Lo siento. <laughs> yes. Espanol. Right. Es, es no bueno. There you go. So as long as you get that, I think most people are pretty forgiving. But uh, I think my vocabulary surrounding ordering food and beer is pretty strong. And fortunately, <laughs> that's what we spent most of our time doing. That is the most important thing. As yeah. long as you can throw bathroom into the mix. Yeah. And yeah. I think you're good. If you got je vais prendre une bière, you're set for, Jason, for like the whole trip. Not in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it, it wasn't too bad. And people were really nice and patient with me. Oops, sorry um, for the I think they appreciated that I was at least trying. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we were in Paris and then we were in Nice. We took a train down to the south of France. And then we spent a couple of days in Nice and a couple of days in Ez, a small town. Nice is spelled N-I-C-E, right? That's right. So Jason texted me and was telling me about how they were going to Nice. And I'm like, nice. I've never heard of nice. <laughs> That's weird. I, I guess I've heard it, but I've never seen it spelled. And I was like, never heard of nice, but I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> nice was nice. Nice was nice. Uh, yeah, I won't bore you all with uh, details of, of my trip, but we had a good time. And I'm back now. And we're here. To do what we do best. That's right. Get drunk and dispense mediocre advice. That's absolutely right. To a, rel- a small to medium audience mm. of mostly local listeners. Or just answer your questions that you're dying to know what our opinions are. Um, speaking of which. We got a question for you now. We do. Would and this you question. Beer me that tasty cue. Oh, it feels good to hear you say that. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> uh, this question comes from Reddit user. <coughs> I'm okay. I promise. <laughs> Baba O'Reilly. Baba O'Reilly. Uh, Baba O'Reilly wants to know Do baby centaurs suck on the human nipple or the horse nipple? What a pressing question. <laughs> Really, this is a question that... I haven't slept since I heard this question. <laughs> this needed, I heard it this morning. This ne- <laughs> so you haven't slept since this morning. <laughs> this question needed to have been answered so, so long ago. Yeah. Since, since centaurs have been around. Uh, I do want to point out that the top comment from Raccoon is, I can never unthink this. <laughs> and I've, I've, I've felt that. Is his name just straight Raccoon? 
it's spelled weird. But, okay, okay. But I've the, the thing is, is like I'm never going to be able to not have that knowledge now. And anytime I see a centaur, like I'm going to think about birth or not birthing, feeding a baby centaur. It's well that that you make a good point there. Is a baby? Does the centaur come out as a baby? How are centaurs formed? Are they cursed into that position? I don't think they're cursed. That's a blessing. <laughs> if you're a, a freaking a horse, is that a blessing? We a horse bottom, a like literally one of the more powerful bottoms, bottoms, <laughs> in a human mind. Uh-huh. That's pretty. That's pretty powerful, man. That that's true. That is, you have a lot of sick advantages. Yeah. Um, you could at least join a circus if everything else fails. Yeah, worst case scenario. Are there is there such thing as a reverse centaur that has kind of like the horse top with the human bottom? If if there is, then they got screwed. They got the bad that's, gene. That's the pool. bad version of being yeah. a centaur for sure. Cause you can't do much with just the horse top. So what what it comes down to have you ever seen a female centaur in any mythological type Always movie? male. I think the only center I've seen... Please don't say Disney's Hercules. <laughs> no, actually, I didn't think about that one. I was thinking The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Ah, uh, is that not a centaur? Is there a centaur in There's there? a centaur. C.S. Lewis's... Oh, okay. Yeah, um, definitely. I remember it. Remember the Left a big man, impression on my life. That's a different creature. There's a lot of cool things okay. in... Okay, um, right, I got you. But there was but a always centaur. Male. Always male. And... I don't remember specifically looking at its, his nipples. <laughs> so I don't remember if they were... Well, here's the thing. It kind of cuts off near mid-torso, right? Right. So like you belly sh- button there. I think right after the belly button, it starts getting horsey. So you should get male nipples, but also horse nipples right. are on the undercarriage. Well, I got to tell you something. Uh... Disney's Hercules is one of my favorite Disney movies of all time. Okay. And I don't know if you remember what the centaur from that movie looked like right offhand, but the nipples are like unavoidable. They're pretty prominent. Wait, is that a centaur? That's a centaur. That is that is not what I imagine when I think of a centaur. Well, it's a Disney movie, so he's dramatized a little bit. But look at those nipples is my point. Those are some manly nipples. Okay, well... Dude, that's the most manly six pack I've ever seen. <laughs> so we've established that most of the centaurs we've seen are male. So can they even breastfeed to begin with? I'm going to type in female centaur and I apologize if something crazy <laughs> pops up, but I'm going straight to Google Images. We're, we're Googling it so you don't have to. And we've got Bing's safe search set to moderate. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like. It it looks like they got the female goods mm-hmm. still. With the horse goods. With the horse goods still. Is it possible? I have a confused sense of arousal. The weirdest thing is people actually look this up and Photoshop normal humans oh, that's onto a, a horse's body. Um, is it possible for a centaur to have, uh, say, a male human part and like a female horse part or a female human part and a male horse part? That's kind of what I was thinking. I I was thinking 
it is possible, right? I mean, right, because then your your options for breastfeeding are going to be limited to whichever one is producing the breast milk. <laughs> well, let's just say that it's a female centaur all around. Okay, female centaur, biological 100%. sex female. We have discovered that there are female centaurs. Right. More likely, it's, we've it's a that far. female actress, as we just saw, science, photoshopped onto a horse's science body. Science has taken us that far. Yeah. It, presuming that they're... Uh, when a centaur is born, is it just a centaur right out of the gate? I guess so. How does it develop? Is it a horse? Do we need to Google baby centaur now? Cause oh, God. <laughs> you know what? I'm just... I'm on it. I'm on it. That's... That's the scary thing. I guess both, is right? I'm so willing to Google this. Baby centaur. Is it both? We have it here. We have it here. <laughs> it's a real thing. It's a real thing, folks. Also, if you're looking you. for a good Halloween costume. Turns out. You can get a little centaur costume for your baby, and they can be styling. Yeah, that's pretty legit. Uh, <laughs> okay, let me hit you with this. Okay. I think horse nipple. This is actually a beautiful illustration beautiful by beautiful do you mean fucking nightmare inducing <laughs> that's the most terrifying drawing i've ever seen we have to stop talking about things that are visual that's like okay. podcast no you're right you're poison. right you're right you're right uh but suffice to say folks um if you google any of the things we've mentioned here you're gonna you're gonna be left with some interesting results you won't sleep tonight i'm gonna say a baby centaur would nurse off the horse nipple i got a couple of theories for this Please, please elaborate. Yeah. Okay. First of all, it's easier. It's easier to reach. Yeah. And you're not going to have a whole lot of, uh, you know, reach as a baby centaur. Well, and as a an adult centaur, sorry for interjecting on your point, but I think I know where you're going. Mm -hmm. As an adult centaur, you can't hold them. Yeah, because you got and nurse them off of your tit. Well, I guess they're both your tits. <laughs> but you can't hold them and nurse right. them off your tit. They have to nurse while you stand. Right, like a horse. Yeah. So I guess centaurs have like three pairs of legs or two pairs of legs and two hands. Do they have hands? I don't think they have yeah, they hands. got arms. Do they? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But then also two full sets of horse legs. Man, they're versatile. <laughs> Do you see why I want to be a centaur? Okay, my next point. Horse milk gotta be better than human milk as far as nutrients go, right? Because horses got, they gotta get much bigger and much stronger. So you, I feel like that horse titty milk is gonna be jam packed with more vitamins, some nutrients than human milk. That's assuming that they would not produce the same milk, which I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm it would. Qualified. It wouldn't make a whole lot of sense that it would. The contents of their milk. So you would think change. it would just be centaur milk wherever it's coming out? Man, I think it would be a hybrid. I think it would it would nurture this specific nutrients centaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would kind of so they need chemicals okay. for their brain development. All right, for a human brain, but they also need to get them big old girthy legs. So do are you do you have a, a, a opinion about which Nipple would be. I think it's the the horse teat. I kind of agree with you. And just to play devil's advocate, is there really anything that the human teat has going for it here? I think the only thing is 
Well, no, there's no, there's, there's nothing. Really no there's advantage. less teats. Yeah. Um, how many teats does a horse have? Six. Is it like a dog? More than two. And if last time I checked, females have two of those female yep. humans. But I'm pretty sure female other animals. Do all mammals, mammals have how many? Oh God, man! I have so many nipple questions now. I have seen a few pregnant dogs running around, and there's a bunch of those down there. Bunch of nip- nipples on a dog Just slinging. But I've never seen a horse nipple. Now that I think about it, do horses even have nipples? I don't generally get close enough to horses because they terrify me. That's a good point. I always see people feeding horses, baby horses, with like a bottle. That's true. I never have seen a horse nursing. Is this another Google? <laughs> I think we've done enough Googles. Away from that. I think we're going to have to settle on on the horse. And, and it's I the think horse nipple. It's the horse nipple. I think that makes the most sense for just... Ergonom- can, ergonomics. Ergonomics. They can lay down and, and they're guaranteed to have a litter, right? They're, they're, I don't know how many centaurs are typical. So yeah. You might have to utilize both, you both might. nipples. So humans generally have one for a large majority. Horses, I'm going off every other mammal. Pretty have, sure horses have one. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure horses only have one. Yikes. Uh, but I don't know about centaurs. That could be a different. It could be a different thing. Do horses really only have one? Yeah, pretty uh. sure they don't have a litter. <laughs> Shows how much I know. Um, regardless, isn't Mama just gonna want to kick back, right, and let them suck on their teats All while the they can just chill? Yeah, yeah. Maybe just let them kind of choose. Yeah, we're probably the wrong people to talk about this. But if I had to take a stance, that's it. Well, it's right there. We've now been talking about centaur nipples for far too long. Far too long. We're gonna uh, bounce on over to a user queue from our good, our best uh, pal and recovering felon, Prison Mike. Prison Mike. Let me. The first thing I opened to was a picture of a baby centaur so absolutely horrifying photograph by the way 100 percent. i'm gonna have Literally to delete my search history um <laughs> andrew's gonna use your phone and be like why are you googling so many centaurs <laughs> um <clears throat> so chris mike wants to know what is an album of one performer slash band covering another performer slash band songs that would be such a train wreck you would have to listen. Uh, he gives an example. If Nickelback did a cover album of all Lady Gaga songs, it would be so bad I would have to listen. Which that is unfathomable. You gave the perfect example. Um, yeah, it's hard to come. It's hard to beat that, Mike. I think now. I think the only thing is we would we could maybe go poppier for Nickelback, like Ariana Grande or something. You know what I would love to hear? But still, go go ahead. I would love to hear like Enya. Who's that? You don't know who Enya is? Mm-mm. Are you about to pull some? Let me let me try it. Let me try this with you. In my what? In my what? Just <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a ligma thing. Uh, Enya's a real artist. Okay. It, let me let me use a different artist you might know. Uh, I would I would love to hear in like, your face. <laughs> Celine Dionce uh-huh. doing a cover of Wait, all- did you call her Celine Dionce? 
No, S A Y. Celine Dion. Say. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Dion say. That's her name, right? Celine Dion uh, doing a cover of all insane clown posse songs. <laughs> I forgot that band existed. How could you? Don't you listen to them every day? No, I lived in a peaceful world knowing that they, or thinking they didn't exist, and here I am. Yeah, well, see if the great Malenko lets you into the clown heaven. <laughs> um, That would be buck wild. I mean, tell me you wouldn't listen to that for sure. I would click on that link so fucking fast <laughs> and hard that my keyboard and mouse would explode. <laughs> I think that's a great example. Um, I wanted to go like death metal with like a nice pop type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to go with who name a famous, famous opera person. Uh, Pavarotti. Pavarotti. Okay. Pa- Pavarotti. Pavarotti. You're so cultured. Yeah. Well, you know, I try. I've been to nice France. Pa- oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot you went to nice. Uh, Pavarotti covers a, a Biggie song. Oh, that would, I would listen to that shit for sure. And I think that would be, oh, you think that would be a train wreck? Or you don't no, think I that think, would be a train I think wreck? that would be beautiful. You know, you're probably right. <laughs> I think I'm actually creating something here. I actually didn't know how bad I needed that in my, <laughs> in my life and in my world. I until. like it. I don't know how to sing opera. I'm sorry for everyone's ears. I, I would, uh, <laughs> yeah, I would I would pay I would buy that album before I even listen to it. <laughs> I would I would pay actual money okay. for that for sure. Okay, okay, okay. Let me try again. Um Creed does children's nursery songs. The Wiggles song. Oh my god. Creed or Wiggles Reed does Creed. <laughs> I would listen to Wiggles doing the debut Creed album for sure. Debut Creed album is the best Creed album. Absolutely. Like a little a little mashup of uh you know Fruit Salad and Higher by Creed. Wait, is do you know Wiggles songs? Oh absolutely. Okay. Fruit salad, yummy yummy. Okay. <laughs> you don't know that? That's an absolute banger. Okay. I'm gonna have to tune in next yeah, time yeah. the wiggles just come turn on. Just turn that up, turn it up to eleven, and just mm. rip that knob off. Yeah, just crank it <laughs> straight fire. <laughs> okay, I could I could actually get behind that. That could, might actually be the worst possible thing I can think of. Okay, Creed and Creed plus the Wiggles. How about Creed just covers Nickelback songs? Would what would that even? Sound Aren't they like? the same? Isn't 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 Nickelback? reincarnated creed pretty much yeah just for modern times pretty much <laughs> i think that w- i think that would be valid and you wouldn't notice much of a change though mm, you might be right yeah how about beyonce covers kid rock songs <laughs> wait no wait <laughs> that's a really good one because Kid saying. Rock is already almost a train wreck in himself. <laughs> just alone. <laughs> just Kid Rock songs. Yeah, you throw Beyonce, a completely different genre, into the mix. And we got something. We got something there. That might be like the tour that I didn't know I need is like Kid Rock opening for 
for Beyonce. Well, hold on. Does Kid Rock open for Beyonce or does Beyonce open for I'm Kid sorry, Rock? I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I had that backwards for Please. sure. Yeah. Kid Rock obviously headlining that tour. Absolutely. For sure. <laughs> um, Mike, thank you for your question. That was a fun one. Yeah. Uh, please, can we escape and um, get it out of, of this question? I don't want to ever think about Kid Rock and Beyonce on stage together ever again. Seems like an unlikely duo, but I don't know. Maybe. It could happen. Uh, our glasses are getting, um, getting pretty low here, so we're going to refill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll come back and we'll tell you a little bit about. Oh, we didn't. We didn't cheers. We didn't tell them what we're drinking. Oh, yikes! What is it that we're drinking? We are drinking the Identity Crisis from Mad Tree Brewing out of Cincinnati. Out of Cincinnati. Cheers to that one. It's a late cheers. Sorry. Late cheers. You're used to it though. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, late cheers for more than likely a late episode. You're used to that as well. <laughs> it's all late, but uh, anyways, we're gonna top off. And uh, when we come back, we'll tell you more about the identity crisis from Mad Tree. But uh, while we're gone, we're going to let Pete and Kevin tell you about their podcast, The Interstate Gamers. Yeah. Enjoy. Hello. How's it going, everyone? I'm Kevin, a.k.a. K-Slugs. And I'm Peter, a.k.a. Duo For Real. And we host a podcast called The Interstate Gamers. If you've ever wondered how your favorite games might stack up against each other, or you just want to hear some detailed reviews, then our show just might be for you. On The Interstate Gamers, we discuss and critique everything from the gameplay to the aesthetics to the content of some of our favorite games. You can find us almost anywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and even your trusty pal Alexa. Follow us on Twitter and make sure to subscribe if you like what you hear. Thanks for listening. Go check out Interstate Gamers if you're not already listening. Uh, Pete and Kevin, good friends of ours. Great friends of ours. Always involved in our show. Yeah, they just did an episode on Donkey Kong Country, which was like, Donkey Kong Country 3 was such a big part of my childhood. (laughs) My sister and I played that together all the time. They Uh, they generally do um, older games, but they also did Rocket League. Recently, yeah, great, which game. was huge. Um, I thought that was cool. It was a really good episode too. One of my favorites. So, check them out. Um, Still waiting on them to review uh, Corey in the House for the Nintendo DS. Once y'all do Corey in the House, then you're you're literally on the top. <laughs> you have peaked. So maybe now's not the time if you're not ready to peak. But um, we're drinking. Yeah, the, the identity crisis. Identity crisis from from uh, who, Jason? Mad Tree Brewing out of yes. Cincinnati. Is that right? Mad Tree out of Cincinnati? Mad Tree out of Cincinnati. We did a Mad Tree a while ago. We did the psychopathy. The psychopathy. And we, oops, sorry. I have baby centaurs pulled up instead of this. <laughs> Still? Uh, I'm going to have to go to the link I sent Jason. Yeah, it's a strange beer, which you, you, Aaron will tell you a little bit about it and you'll understand why it's called the identity crisis. Right. Um. So the thing is, it tastes kind of like an ale. It's an ale. It's an ale, but it sure doesn't look like one. And then a little while later, it doesn't taste like one. So this is their description, and it's pretty accurate. Not a ray of light penetrates the soul of this beer. Super dark. It's like pitch black. Mm-hmm. Like It looks like a porter. It sure does. Combining the roasted malt backbone of a porter mm-hmm. with a huge amount of earthy and citrusy hops. What's that you say? Citrusy hops. Mm. Which you don't expect in a porter, right? No. 
Um, it that's typical of many IPAs. Citrusy hops are, but not in a porter. Um, this unique ale will leave you questioning its identity and maybe yours. And that's so I grabbed this thing. There is zero description on the can. It just says, just says ale. It says ale and identity crisis and mad tree, and that's it. And I was like, you know what? I'm hooked. I'm convinced. I'm I'm curious. <clears throat> yeah, I want to know what's inside that can. So we also, grabbed it. Very cool can. Very cool can. You'll see a picture on our um, Instagram slash Twitter. But I, uh, we cracked it open. We drank it, and we're like, hmm, this tastes like an IPA. Wait, no, this tastes like a brown ale. And then we realized it was like a marriage of a porter and an IPA. Super strange. Which kind of gives you that middle ground ale flavor. Definitely one of the like <clears throat> weirder beers that we've had on here. Weirder, but I have... Weird in a good way. We're on our third, so we, we don't we hate it. We crushed six, a sixer between the two of us. Mm-hmm. As Brett Kavanaugh would say, we like beer. And we drink beer. And we've mm-hmm. always liked beer. Is that a, a direct quote? Oh my God, did you not watch that? We won't get into politics. Let I me don't, tell you. I usually try to just <laughs> stay out of it entirely. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you about uh, uh, some of the, uh, the facts here. 61 on the IBU scale, 6.9% alcohol by volume. <laughs> Chinook, Simcoe, and Amarillo hops. Amarillo? Amarillo? Mm-hmm. Amarillo. Two row, uh, extra special caramel hop or malts, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, notes of chocolate and roasted barley. I get all those except barley. I don't. Yeah, it's like you said. It's a strange marriage of a porter and an IPA, and it's good, and we love it. Yep, I'm gonna rate this beer pretty good. Pretty good. We'll give you that rating at the end. We'll also <laughs> give our final thoughts at the end, and our rating is actually n- not gonna be at the end because we don't. We always forget to do that. <laughs> um, but in the meantime, we talked about Pete earlier in his podcast, and he's also, as we said, a, a proud supporter of our show. And so we're going to read a, a fun cue from this guy. Thank you, Pete. It's what geographic region of the U.S. does Kentucky belong to? So this is, is our home right mm-hmm. now. Peter is in Colorado. Um, my friend from Ohio calls it the Midwest. Ohio is very close to us, mind you. It's the northmost, northernmost state from Kentucky. So he calls it his friend the Midwest, but I call it the South. We're probably both wrong. Kentucky's interesting from a geographic standpoint. During the Civil War, mm-hmm. the Mason Dixon line, it was a, it was a split. You know, it was, I guess it was a, a union state in the end, right? Mm, I thought it was a Confederate state. That's the thing about Kentucky. It was for a second, <laughs> yeah. and then I think ultimately it was a union oh, state. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's strange. It's, you know what? What a topical and appropriate question, because we're drinking the identity crisis. <laughs> and I would say Kentucky very much has a sort of identity crisis. This was- Calculated, by the way. <laughs> Definitely not calculated. <laughs> if you go to northern Kentucky, Covington, Newport, close to Cincinnati, you uh-huh. know, close to the river, uh, probably, I bet if you asked anybody, we're both playing with our wedding rings. I saw you play with yours. I was like, I want to play with mine. <laughs> uh, I'm still not used to it. So if you go up north to northern Kentucky mm-hmm. and you ask somebody this question, 
bet you they'd say probably Midwest. Yeah. You go now down where near I'm from. Even even here, even in Lexington, because I've asked people and they won't they'll say the South. Yeah. Some you'll you'll find some say a little bit of both. If you go down uh towards southeastern Kentucky, you get a lot of people, you know, out out in Jackson County. Uh-huh. Out in Jackson, out in Hazard, out in Harlan. A lot of people saying we're the South, of course. And interestingly, we have a lot of industry that makes us similar to the Midwest, but we also have a lot of coal, a lot of cotton, a lot of things that make us very similar to the South. So we sort of are both, I think. I I think I am actually a good judge on this. I am from the South. That's I'm true. literally from the Gulf Coast. You're the southern of Texas. <laughs> um <clears throat> about as far as you can get down in Texas. And we get down. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Well, I guess um, Florida's technically more southern, right? It is a little bit. But but regardless, regardless, I'm from Texas, which is a southern state. No one no one will no one's disagree with that. that. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I will say 100% most of Kentucky, I'll, I'll just say this, because Dallas, Austin, Houston all have very not Southern mindsets. Mm. It's it's a city thing, right? Right, right, right. So if you just consider the state as a whole, Kentucky, it's a Southern mindset. It's a Southern state. Aside from the fact that they think they say y'all, but they don't. <laughs> they don't say y'all very much. Lexington, Louisville. Kind of Midwest cities, kind of what you're getting at. Well, I'm, I'm, not, I don't necessarily see the Midwest. I see Mid East, because mm. West is way over there. We're closer to the East than the West. Well, that's true, and I've always struggled with that. But I think when people say Midwest, they're not talking as much anymore about your actual position, but just kind of your culture. No, we're Middle Eastern. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not technically wrong. <laughs> okay, that's fine. We'll go with Midwest then. If I mean, for that matter, Ohio is more East than West. Yeah. But I've never ever heard any state described as... I would as, just call Ohio Northern, though. I've never heard any state described as Mideast. You know what? That's I'm, true. I was born in South Dakota. Which is quite quite a bit up there north, really just kind of the opposite of you. It's just part of the hat of that guy in the map. If you just drew a line straight from Texas up to South Dakota, I'm just kind of on that a really long line, a really long line. Yeah. So I've got a northern perspective on this, but you're a different type of northern. When someone says a northerner, they're thinking a Yankee, right? Right. They're not thinking a South Dakotian. South. Dakota. Dakadin. Dakadin. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're sort of both. I actually, I feel like I looked this up once when I was talking to somebody about it. Okay. And there is a a right answer. This isn't a... Uh, well, the Mason-Dixon line is the biggest definer, right? Well... Well, maybe not. Culturally, it's, it's, it's just like any other state. It's going to be a mixed bag. Right, depending on where you draw the line. But technically technically speaking. Technically. If you wanted to be technically correct. If you want to be technically correct. And I don't know Pete very well, but he strikes me as the kind of person who would want to be 
technically correct. Yeah, I, I get that. So to answer his question, technically speaking, it's a South Central state. It's a Eastern <laughs> South Central state. That's according to Wikipedia. I, actually, you know what? From an outsider's perspective, I think I have uh, uh, the the very small sample size we have in this room. Mm-hmm. I think I have the most outsider perspective. I've been here for just slightly over two years. That's true. I think a Middle Southern, is that what you said? Uh, Central Southern? South Central. South Central, same thing, just different. Just it actually flipped. says East South Central, which is pretty broad. <laughs> That's very accurate and broad. Um, it's a very southern state of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, s- southern eating, southern hospitality. I will say that the hospitality here is still on the southern side. It's not quite like what you would experience maybe in Alabama, Mississippi, Texas. These southern states per se you're missing the quotes here you listeners but um but i would say compared to i visit family in pennsylvania which is really not that far from here right the difference is vast so i think geographically it is very central slash eastern slash the slash southern but it's a mixed bag yeah but a state of mind it's very southern Especially when you think of politically. I agree. Politically, it is one of the most Southern. I think it was more red than Texas was. Except for Lexington and Louisville, where the universities and the educated people are. I wonder what that's about. <laughs> um, that's generally how cities are. That's true. Our general, even Dallas and Houston were very most blue. Um, and Austin was like literally royal Purple. blue. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, but it's... I don't know. I think that's the perfect marriage of the two when you gave the literal yeah, definition. South Central. It's an interesting yeah, it's an interesting thing that we deal with. And I don't know if you've ever seen Appalachia <laughs> drawn on onto the map. Uh-huh. But it covers an interesting part of Kentucky and of Virginia and the Appalachians. Up north and even part of Georgia. Yeah. But it's not all of Kentucky. Right. It's mostly just the southeastern part. And I feel like most of the counties that are considered Appalachian would probably identify heavily as being Southern. I agree with that, yeah. So I feel like it's an interesting kind of split. You know, a lot of Western Kentucky or Northern Kentucky. I think Kentucky is almost the line. It is. It's kind of where the South starts. And so it's, you really, I mean, I run into on a day-to-day very, very country Southern people. Mm -hmm. And I also run into... People that I would consider not Yankees, but Jagoffs, as <laughs> as Pittsburghese would say, you know, it's yeah, it's like we, you know, we got both. Like uh, you'll see a lot of people running around barefoot, but at the same time, they eat sugar in their grits. It's like <laughs> what what's happening? You know, is this Southern or is this Northern? I don't understand. It's a good mixed bag, and Pete, if you ever make your way out here, um, I think you would enjoy it. Yeah, you go, you travel, you drive south far enough, and you'll find some moonshine. Oh yeah, absolutely. You drive north far enough, start seeing skyline chilies pop up. You know, <laughs> is that a northern thing? We've got skyline chilies in northern. Kentucky. I know we actually that, have I one know here th- in Lexington now. 
Oh, do we? We do. I ate there for lunch today. Congratulations. Oh, thanks, man. It was great. I I have never had Skyline, and I would love to lose my virginity. <gasps> oh, what are you doing tomorrow? My Skyline virginity <laughs> with you. We got This has got to happen soon. I'm okay with it's that. It's like my filet mignon. <laughs> I love it so much. We're going to make that happen. Next uh, time you talk to us, I'm going to lose my virginity. <laughs> Your Skyline um, virginity. My Skyline virginity. Thanks for asking this question, though, Pete. It's an interesting question. It's one I've had, uh, one a conversation I've had with many people before. And I'm passionate about this one. Um, being from the South and being pissed off that that Kentucky claims y'all as a part of their uh, it's so motto. Weird you tell me that people you don't find people say that because I say it all the time. Someone the other day said "use guys" and then corrected himself was like uh, "you guys" and then again corrected himself was like "y'all" or, or no he didn't say "y'all" he said some another form of that and I said just say "y'all." Yeah, that dude sounds like he was from Buffalo or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 issue I run into often. And there's a if you get far enough out into the sticks in Kentucky, I don't you, doubt that. Yeah. You'll start hearing people say yuns. Yuns is a a northern thing though. Is it? Yuns is a Pittsburghies. Huh. Yins. Y U N S. Mm-hmm. Well, in, no, it's actually Yins. Y I N Z. I've heard Yins. In they actually call them Yinsers. If you're from Pittsburgh, you're a Yinser. Wow. Yeah. Further compounding the identity of Kentucky as a central, southern, midwestern. Oh yeah. No, that Eastern solidifies state. it. Because you will never, I guarantee, ever, ever. Ever in your life in Texas, yeah. Mississippi, Louisiana, Louisiana you'll southern. never hear yuns or yins hmm. ever. It's an interesting identity we have here, and I kind of like it. I cherish that. I I have grown to love it. I'm I'm, I'm a fan. I it's love it here. It's because it, you can go, you know, you can go from one extreme to the other. We've got a lot to offer here. You can, yeah, that's that's one of my favorite things about here is you can go to Ohio as you called it the. A Western state, mm-hmm. Did he, a Midwestern we, state, Midwestern state, which still blows my mind because I like how the country's like, well, we've got the West, and then we have everything that's almost West. <laughs> we got New Jersey, and New York, which is the East, and that's it. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's, that's all the East we got. Um, but yeah, you can bounce around from Southern to to Eastern to Midwestern in a day. And is so, Colorado Western? I guess Pete. What is Colorado? Tell us your culture there. What's central? Are you in Colorado? Did I just lie? Nope, you're right. Okay, I'm right. What's considered central? What is considered central? Also, central. How's the weed? How's the dank? The dank. The dank. (laughs) Neither of us smoke weed. (laughs) Uh, All right, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up here. It's uh, it's crazy how time works. Time generally proceeds. Yeah. And it has proceeded to the point where we should call it quits for we're, this particular episode. We're three beers deep each, and we're starting to get a little buzzed, and uh-huh. I think it's time to call it a night. We're happy to be back. Um, look for new episodes from the Yeasty Boys every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Thanks to, again to yeah. our sponsors this week, uh, the Interstate Gamers. Do check out their podcast. Check mm-hmm. us out. Yeastyboys.beer. That's our website. You can send us questions to cheers at theyeastyboys.beer. That's our email address. I still can't believe it's a real domain. It works. It's beautiful. We also have contact 
at theseboys.beer. Um, and that's for if you want to fill business up the inquiries. ad space, um, business and queries or whatever, um, bring it on there. If you have questions, then hit it up at Cheers. And uh, check out Madtree if you're local. Pay them a visit. Otherwise, I think they're distributing pretty well, far and wide now. So see if you can pick up an identity crisis. It's an interesting and strange beer. It is, in, and we, it almost sounds like a bad thing when we say that, but I, very much a good thing. It's a delicious beer. I will pick this beer up again. I guarantee it at some point. I love it. I do have to say, the can is super cool. The top of it is like all black, and yeah. the, the design of the can itself is cool. I don't know what they did to it. If you drink it from the can, it's fine. But if you try to pour it into a glass, don't. It has like a one hundred percent spill guarantee design. It's really weird. So Jason watched me pour the first one, and he he spilt it. I think he thought I had an aneurysm mid pour. Yeah, because there was just beer everywhere, and I was like, okay. Well, then I poured mine, <laughs> and it happened too. It just has it just pisses out the. I don't understand how it happens mm-hmm. really. You know when you pour gasoline from a five gallon thing and you cannot pour it without it spilling out a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's exactly like that. Um, it just, it, it, even when it's literally less than half full, it's still going to spill out though. That's the weird thing. Mm. When you get past the first part of like a gasoline bucket, what's that called? (laughs) Gasoline. Gas can. Gas can. Yes. A, like a five gallon gas yeah. can, then you, you're good. You're good, right? But this five one five gallon gas can. Oh well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. This is a. Well, this one doesn't matter how empty it is. You're gonna spill. I know that Guaranteed. we're off this topic, but I just want to come back and say one more thing about the Kentucky thing. I feel like you can tell whether a state is southern by ordering a sweet tea somewhere, whether if they even have sweet tea available. Such a good point. I will say this: Cane's sweet tea is Sounds different. Cool. Here oh, is it? than it is in Texas because mm, it doesn't Little have less eight sweet. pounds of molasses in it. <laughs> There's significantly less molasses uh, and sugar, just straight. It's still pretty sweet, but some places you'll go here and they won't even have sweet tea. And I'm like, is this even fucking America? That's when you know you are not in the South. Is when you ask for sweet tea, which I will, I will say, there's two good barbecue joints in Kentucky. Mm. What are they? Uh, Red State and Blue Door. Red State does not. Blue Door doesn't either. And this is how you know you're not getting authentic barbecue. They do not have sweet tea. And barbecue's good. I though. wanted to slap them in the face when they told me they didn't have sweet tea. That's that's pretty big letdown. Because that's a that's a huge staple to a southern barbecue joint. Is Further the sweet tea. compounding the identity crisis that is Kentucky. Mm-hmm. We have good barbecue, but we don't have. Sweet tea. We're almost there. We're so close to Southern. <laughs> uh, that's it for us. Anything you want to say? I, I just want to thank all our fans. Thank you for sticking in while we were gone. And we're back at it. Check in every Tuesday. We will be at your ears. So thank you guys. Okay, bye. Oh, frozen.
frozen. <laughs> oh shit! What if it was like, uh, what what if it was like Kenny G doing covers of Frozen, the Frozen soundtrack? <laughs> you know, <laughs> or like the sexy sax man doing like saxophone, <laughs> something like that. It's a Frozen tracks. Yeah, I love it. I love the it. Frozen soundtrack. As performed by the Frozen soundtrack as performed by Paul McCartney. That might actually be delightful. I would enjoy that. I would love that. Yeah, I could see him now. Do you want to build a snowman? Like in his Paul McCartney voice, you know? (laughs) Or maybe even a Bob Dylan. Do you want to build a snowman? Do you want to build a snowman? Do you want to build a snowman? I'm not sure what you're doing, but it's not Bob Dylan. (laughs) That's Bob Dylan. All right, that's it.